0: my Welcome to this regular time to pause and reflect. Once again we take a break amongst exams and studying. To peacefully be. To rest and reflect. Soon we'll have a short Bible reading and then we'll be talking with Simon McLay, who's the chaplain at Iona College in Havelock North. He's going to share with us his experience of studying, of examinations and keeping balanced. But first, let's be still and calm, and hear these words. Kia ora it's Bessie here. Hope you're studying hard for your exams. I have a reading from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1-6. to 6. My child, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and abundant welfare they will give you. Do not let loyalty and faithfulness forsake you, Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will find favour and high regard in the sight of God and of people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Oh, um hi, Simon, Welcome. It's lovely to uh, talk to you today, and so glad you could um share some of your thoughts and knowledge uh, with our senior students while they're on exam times. There may be some people, know, yeah, there may be some people who know uh, who you are, but do you want to tell us where you are, what you've been doing, how long you've been doing it for, that type of thing?
1: Certainly, thanks, David. Um, so my name is Simon McClay. I'm now the chaplain at Iona College, which is one of our Presbyterian. Uh, girls colleges here in the Hawke's Bay. Uh, I've got about 320 students and for the last almost 30 years I've been a Presbyterian minister in generally in different parishes. So I was in Auckland for a while and then I was in Tauranga for 12 years and I'm just yeah loving coming and being a teacher. I actually took a year out and uh, trained to be a secondary school teacher uh, and uh, now I'm the chaplain here.
0: Yeah well it's um a bit of a giveaway to the first question I was going to ask you <laughs> was about um. Well, I was going to ask you what subject did you do at school that most lines up with what you're doing now? But of course, if you've trained to be a teacher, that <laughs> that gives it. Oh, a well, that's, Or maybe that's... let's think back to even high school. So, um, I I loved social
1: studies, uh, history, geography. Did a degree in geography uh, when I finished school. Um, but yeah, as you're asking, what what subject was most useful? It's funny. It's t- kind of two. Like I do a lot of talking, yeah. um, so debating in English was significant. Mm. But actually, um, actually, past scholarship accounting when I was in uh, what we called seven form, yeah. and it's funny enough as a minister, you read a lot of accounts for churches and for community groups and for um, yeah different organisations for charities like that. So uh. it's kind of funny. English and accounting.
0: That's quite good. So the ones you don't necessarily expect pop up from time to time. And did you have a favourite subject at at school?
1: Yeah, so I had a a wonderful history teacher, so I always loved history. My dad loved history, so that was probably my favourite subject at school.
0: Um, So I particularly wanted to talk to you because I think you've got a really interesting makeup. One, you've got uh, more life experience than our students do, um, but also... Uh, just last year, you were sitting exams or assessments and had you're also very recent to the stress of uh, yes. summative assessment. All
1: that pressure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Could you offer some reflections on maybe last year at Teachers College or even um, your degrees and your high schooling? What was it, what was yeah. it that life, stressful or what well, do you remember about exams?
1: Yeah. It's, it was funny, David, because um, I'm looking at it, our girls are sitting mocks uh, mm-hmm. as I'm doing the. Uh, the, the recording today, yeah. and they're in big halls. And I remember sitting in big halls in Topo uh, uh, doing my School C exams and those sort of things. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's funny. After a while, um, I, I started to try to treat exams as a bit of a rush, as a sense of this is a timed competition. And oh. rather than have that really negative view, I tried to see them as something exciting. I'm not sure I ever really succeeded, but I tried mm. to reframe them <laughs> for myself. And then last year, going back to study, I thought, oh, going back to study, that's fine. And then I realized it had been a long time mm. since I had done assignments and learning to do footnoting and all those sort of things. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, just learning to manage the pressure. Fortunately, I didn't have any um, real exams. They were all internals last year. Yeah. Uh, but in a sense, every time you stand up in front of a classroom, it's an exam. In as not your students will know, you, you soon know whether whether we know what we're talking about or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Um, you mentioned the the stress or the pressure around assignments, um, even last yeah. year. Mm. Did you have any kind of rituals or things you did to help you manage that pressure, stress?
1: Yeah, so my dad, um my dad was the first in his family to get a university degree. Actually, yeah. it was funny, his father had f- Five days formal schooling in his life, yeah. so this kind of transition. And Dad always said, "You've got to balance recreation with study." So he he always encouraged us to go to a movie the night before exams and just try to relax a bit. Yeah. Um, I, I I love to get outside when I'm studying and just be in the in the fresh air.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: and yeah, vary it. Um, do some reading. Do some listening to something. Do the hard things like consider practice questions. What would I find difficult? So think about a question I think would be difficult and make myself answer it. Sort of that balance between the real hard stuff and also some recreation and and getting out in the way of it.
0: So it sounds like sometimes you need to put your nose to the grindstone and just revise. Sometimes you need to take the pressure right off. And sometimes you almost need, almost with that question, asking yourself a hard question, it sounds like sometimes you just need to actually be a little bit creative and let your mind um, play with what you've been learning.
1: Yeah, I, I remember reading something at one stage that says, you know, your, your subconscious is great at working through things, so you just got to fill it up with ideas, mm-hmm. and then sometimes have a bit of a pause and let it do something else. And you know, I love uh, mountain biking or cycling, and mm-hmm. so getting out on my bike for a few hours uh, can be great.
0: Yeah. When you're not doing assessments <laughs> or sitting things yeah. and stressed out yourself, um, do you have a regular rhythm to rest and reflect? I'm just wondering what are some of the things you do regularly uh, that maybe our students could pick up on and may want to incorporate. Them.
1: Yeah, so I think that, that physical exercise thing is is part of what's really healthy. So I um, I cycle into work here most days. Yeah. Uh, it's only a short ride, but it's a ride here and it's a ride back, and that just gets uh, the blood flowing a bit. Mm. Like going for for walks, love to get out in the mountains uh, and go tramping that's probably less often and yeah. yeah sometimes getting out for a swim or a paddle just just those sort of um, patterns of bit of physical activity not necessarily hugely strenuous but just yeah. out uh, outside for a bit that's what i find
0: refreshing so here's the thing i think sometimes when i'm stressed i i want to do those things and i want to procrastinate with other stuff and maybe i forget about the things i have to do so how do you strike the right balance between, you know, doing what you what f- you have to do and what kind of recharges you?
1: Yeah. So it's interesting um, because I was thinking about that recently and thinking about uh, right back when I was 15, actually, and some of my mates and the conversations we had, and I had friends who said, oh, I study eight, ten hours a day. I could never do that. No. Other friends who did two hours a day and went, oh, it's probably a bit little. So for me, it was figuring out what my pattern was and mm-hmm. I'm probably a five to six hour a day sort of person and I'll mark it almost religiously. And it, But once I've finished it, it's like I'm finished. I can go read a book, I can do something else. Um, I'll balance it. And so I find timetabling for me works. Mm-hmm. is just saying, you know, and, and you know, getting the pretty colored pens out and writing on my calendar, I'm going to do an hour of English and 45 minutes in, I'll be thinking about what i'm going to do afterwards but uh yeah. yeah so for me it's just rostering and rotating maybe having uh relatively short periods of intense work
0: oh yeah so, almost like booking a meeting like yeah
1: exactly this is when i'm yeah.
0: meeting with my english study this is when i'm mm. with, yeah
1: yeah, and then not feeling guilty because if I set the bar reasonably low and it's something like six hours, yeah, and I know many of you might think that's not a low bar, but really, really not feeling guilty afterwards because often you can get that done by three or four in the afternoon and, yeah, and then just yeah. be free.
0: Almost like keeping your your normal school routine in some way.
1: Yeah, a little bit like that. My, my oldest son was at home a couple of years ago for lockdown. And he'd drag us out at lunchtime with a rugby ball and we'd throw it around. And uh, he was quite good at those sort of, you know, just get out, be with some other people, kick a ball around, throw it around, uh, mm-hmm. play a bit of cricket. And that that was always good. But not, yeah. And then he was also good at getting back and saying, right, got to go and study now. So, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's quite good, yeah. Because the plan with these interviews is to release them uh, when uh, each week when our students would be in chapel, um, right. keeping that regular yeah. rhythm, you know. Um, so Mm -hmm. I you look at the clock and go, oh, it's normally chapel time. Uh, I'll I'll jump on and have a listen. Um, Mm. Keep my regular kind of break thing going on. That's awesome. Do you have any other words of wisdom that you think um, students sitting final exams would benefit from?
1: No, no, I do. I've been thinking about that for my study classes recently Mm. and thinking, I just really want to encourage students that you know more than you think you do, Mm. that we all start exams with a panic and go, oh my goodness, I remember it was an Old Testament exam about level two years ago that I went into, I looked at the questions and I went, I have no idea mm-hmm. about this. So I took some deep breaths and decided, okay, I've, I've got to write what I do know, not what I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I won't say guess, I extrapolated. I, no. I took what I knew and extended it. Um, and I actually ended up getting a really good mark for that exam. Mm. And so it's always said, you know, often examiners are looking for what you do know. So do the best with what you can. I think one of the teachers I worked with last year had this lovely way of saying, you know, everyone goes into an exam and somewhere along the way, there's a panic mode. And he said, after you panicked, mm-hmm. and then you start having a look. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, yeah. and then he'd have little mnemonics and that sort of thing that helped him.
0: Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. You sit down at an exam. It's okay to freak out, <laughs>
1: but then exactly. trust what you yeah. do
0: know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and the age-old comment is, do read the question really carefully. Even when I'm marking things, you can see people who have written what they want to, but haven't actually haven't actually read the question. And, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of circles back to your comment before where I, you know, when I said about you need to let your brain be a little bit creative from time to time. Because um, who knows, an exam might throw you something where you have to be creative, like you have. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's fantastic. It's been great talking to you and um, hearing your your thoughts, your advice. Can I ask one last favour? Could you um, offer a prayer for our students who are sitting exams at the moment?
1: Certainly. Love Thank to you. do that, though. Okay, so uh students, kura. So, loving God, we pray for uh, these students that they might have your peace in their hearts, that they might quieten their pulse and be ready uh, for their exams. Lord, I pray for clarity in their thinking that they can organise their thoughts as they uh, head into exams. And, Lord, we always ask for a bit of supernatural revelation. Give us some answers to the questions that we really want to know and help us through. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Exams continue next week, and so, let's join together and pray. that atua Be with all who sit exams. May they know your support and guidance. We especially pray for those who are sitting exams in Physics, German, Geography, English, Economics, Earth Science, Drama, Classics, chemistry and biology. May we know that you care for us all, support us and guide us. Hō mai tō aroha me te rangi Māori Āmini. E. Kia tau, kia katoa, te ata o tō tātou me te o te ki te tapu. E katoa, āke, 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 āmini.